0: And cue music. I don't know how many of you have heard, but there's a flesh-eating virus going around. Yeah. It's called music.
1: So here we are, another episode. Who what is, the hell would have thought we would have made it this far and I got kicked off by now? Episode 13? Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Well, should be a lucky number of some sort, even though I think it's kind of like the, uh, the bad luck number. Yeah. But what can you do? I think it's going to be a lucky number for us. This is where we're going to blow up. This is where we're going to go <laughs> big time. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, with that, that Damon Johnson dance, thousand. The Damon Johnson thousand. There you go. So... I don't know. A few things have happened, I guess, since the last time we uh, recorded. Um, the Grammys happened. Reed Mullen from Corrosion of Conformity passed away this last week. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a fan. I don't know if you're a Corrosion fan.
0: I had never listened to him until, like, right after that. and I think I sent you oh, a text. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember I was... you
1: texting me about that. I was really bummed because they were here, like, a year ago. Well, it would have been like a year and a half ago, not this last summer, but the summer before, and they were here with Black Label Society, and I didn't go for some reason, I had something going on, and god damn it, if I don't regret it now, you know, but what can you
0: do? And it's like a weeknight, too, I think, for that show, so sometimes that's harder yeah, to make
1: than the weekends. It was. I want to say I had to maybe take my daughter to something, probably softball game or something I don't remember I want to say it was during the summertime and you always miss shows
0: cause you're kids and then the guys die later right cause damn Lemmy The fucking ruined my yeah. life yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn kids the Lemmy thing that was a hard one man that was a hard one that was like twice that I I had tickets I had purchased tickets already the one time the last time they played St. Louis the time before that I don't think I did because I knew it was so close to Dahlia's due date that I just kind of was like, ah, I'm going to wait. And then, yeah, so... God, fucking kids. I said but that about
0: it, your kids, and you looked at me like, what the fuck?
1: No, like- no, I thought the same thing. I was like, yeah, you're right, little fuckers. Uh, I suppose that's not nice to say, but... Yeah. But no, um... I started it, so no, it's my fault. No, I know, no, I, I talk shit like that all the time. I obviously don't mean it, but... Um, I'm sure Corrosion probably maybe still tour I don't really know I mean it's a bummer for sure um, so I don't know I don't really know what else to say but I don't really even know I never saw uh, cause of death or anything cause he hmm. wasn't really that old of a dude so I don't know so I'll get off that somber yeah. topic and move on to something else did you watch the Grammys? No, no, I didn't watch
0: the Grammys, but uh, I heard that, like, Billie Eilish won, like, everything basically swept all the, the
1: I don't major know.
0: categories.
1: I mean, I remember seeing her winning. I kind of had a hard time keeping interest because it was so bad. Like, even the things that, like, Usher did a Prince tribute thing that was supposed to kind of be like a, I don't know, kind of like a... Preview of the big Prince thing that they're going to be doing later in the year. Which, I mean, looking at the, all the bands and stuff that are playing on that, it looks like it should be pretty cool. Worth watching at least, you never know, it just could be a shit show and uh, it just might be terrible. I hope not. But actually, the Usher thing wasn't that bad. It was a lot better than the Bruno Mars thing a couple years back. I mean, that was so, uh, that just to me was a joke. It was just sad. It was like a, uh, I don't know, man. It was like a parody. It was all, you yeah. know what I mean? It was like it was like some sort of like parody of Purple Rain and I felt almost insulted watching it, you know. Yeah. I'm trying to think back like
0: I don't even remember seeing that. I think the last time I saw anything from the Grammys was 2 or 3 years ago
1: with Lady Gaga and Metallica. Mm, that was a while back, yeah. That was rough, too. That was just silly. Like having dancers on stage with Metallica. Some sort of like.
0: Yeah, because they would have done all right.
1: sequence if, with them like fake moshing and shit. It was. Oh yeah, if they
0: just did a song. um, They would have sounded good, but wasn't it like um, James Hetfield's mic was unplugged oh, or yeah, something? Yeah, his mic or, like
1: wasn't even on, and that's just. Yeah. There's really no excuse for that with the amount of money that's going into that fucking thing to have yeah. that kind of technical difficulty. That just was some sorry ass. Shit, and, oh, yeah. you know. Which, speaking of sorry-ass shit, look, I was kind of looking forward to having someone like Aerosmith playing and doing, they were, you know, I thought they were going to do kind of like a... Uh, kind of drawing a blank at the tournament I'm looking for a here. A medley? But, yeah, I thought it was going to be kind of like a through-the-years, like a whole bunch of stuff. You know, maybe like eight songs or something. Kind of crammed into ten minutes or... Whatever, your typical. Like a Super Bowl performance where they basically yeah, just do a no. verse and a chorus,
0: go and yeah. another verse and a I chorus. I expected
1: something, I guess, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, they came out and did Living on, Living on the Edge, and then they went into Walk This Way and Run DMC came out. And, dude, it was brutal. They were so bad. There was times where it was like, I don't know if it was Joe Perry or Brad Whitford, but like one of them. Was not playing the same part of the song. You could hear that one of them oh, was really? playing. I think. Oh, shit. I, I don't know if they couldn't hear each other, if they had something going on with their in ears or what. Because the footage I've seen from like their Vegas show is like pretty solid. You know, I mean, they're old. They're not going to be the band they were 20, 30 years ago. Um, I mean, I, I've seen them a couple times, and it's been a while, and I thought they were pretty solid both times I saw them. So, I don't know. It was a weird thing, man, but it was terrible. It was just Mm. like a fucking complete shit show. I mean, there was one point where Joe Perry's guitar sounded like, I don't know if it was out of tune, or (laughs) if he had it tuned wrong, like his guitar tech fucked up. Like, it didn't even sound like it was in tune, though. It sounded like he was playing everything like a half step off. And uh, Steven Tyler didn't sound good. And I just thought it was funny because all this drama with the Joe Kramer thing... Yeah, and I was I'm like, dude, how the fuck are you telling this guy that he's not up to par to play it? And then you guys show up and do that, <laughs> you know? Unless he was like backstage the whole time, like fucking cutting cables, you know, cutting wires yeah. and like detuning sabotage. guitars and shit yeah. to sabotage the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was really bizarre, but I know a lot of people are kind of saying that, you know, like. Yeah, who the fuck are they to critique his performance and say that he can't do it anymore when they go on live television yeah. and pull that shit, you know?
0: Yeah, because I don't know everything that's going on with that band, but I do know that Joe Perry, he was playing with like the Hollywood Vampires with Alice Cooper, right? Yeah, and he like had some kind of attack. It was like a heart attack, but he was like fatigued and he went and sat down and they like stopped the performance and then I think. He was even playing, like, a couple months later, he showed up to play a solo um, when Billy Joel was at, like, Madison Square Garden and had the same thing. He was, like, backstage and people checked on him. So, like, a few weeks after that, he was supposed to play the Alice Cooper, like, Christmas pudding, but they said that he uh, was still, like, like, not healthy enough to play. So they played without him. And they said (coughs) that he had something like, what is it, C P D or car uh cardiopulmonary like disease or something like that.
1: Like hmm. I don't know what that is. So I'm I don't sure. know
0: how how healthy he is enough to play either. And then they're saying Joe um Joey Kramer's not healthy enough. It's like, well
1: Have you ever read the book, Walk This Way?
0: Uh no, and I have Joe Perry's book too and I haven't even read it. Uh-huh. I read the first chapter, it was boring, so I just put it back
1: on the shelf. Yeah. Well, Walk This Way was really good. But, like, the whole time, it just seems like Joey Kramer talks about how Steven Tyler was, like, a dick to him about his playing. Mm. Like, even in the early days, because Steven Tyler was originally a drummer. Yeah. And just always, like, would shit on how Joey would play and, you know, critique it. No, play it like this and kind of be a dick and whatever. And so when all this shit came out, it's like, I didn't know how to take it. Like, part of me was like oh, well, yeah, he's always said that this is how they always treated him and kind of shit on him like this. But then another part of me is like, or is he just a bitch and he's just, like, blowing everything way out of proportion and maybe he's, like, not healthy enough to really play. Like, maybe he really couldn't play. Like, it wasn't like, hey, it was kind of bad. Maybe he just really was way the fuck off and they knew that he wasn't recovered yet and he was like forcing it and trying to come back early I don't know
0: yeah cause that cause that was the first thing that I thought when I saw that news that they said he like wasn't healthy enough to play it wasn't the Joe Perry thing it was actually like other drummers cause they didn't have Bill Ward back with Black Sabbath cause they said basically he can't keep time or whatever right you know and like Oh yeah, because when we
1: saw him up there, because I guess Park the
0: drummer's gotta basically what? Like I don't really know everything, but well, they gotta keep the beat of the man. song. I mean,
1: yeah. To me, so you're as he, good as your drummer. Appears. And then
0: cheap trick, like they don't play with Bunny Carlos anymore. I think I don't yeah, know if it's I, the that, same yeah. reason or not, but
1: I, I believe there's more to it. I heard, but it is also I think some of it has to do with the fact that he was getting to where he couldn't play.
0: Yeah. For, so it does sound like the drummers are first long. to
1: go. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the most physical out of the whole band, right? Like, you can stand in one spot and just... Yeah, play. I mean, dude, Mick Mars can barely fucking move. He can't even turn his fucking head. and The guy's still playing live. <laughs> yeah. or, you know, if that was Tommy Lee with that same disease, like, I, you're gone, dude. You yeah. can't do your job. You just can't. So I don't know. I, You know, I feel like part of me is like, it sucks because Aerosmith's like one of the last bands out there yeah, from that. that era, that's like 100%, all original members. Yeah. It's a really fucking commendable thing. And then to make it this far, and shit, can one of your guys and keep moving without them? Just seems like a really shitty thing to do. Like maybe it's time you guys just kind of bow out and say, ah, oh, you know what, it was a good run. You know, yeah. like they don't. How the fuck are you gonna tell me Aerosmith needs the money? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like oh, for sure. I mean. They could probably live off... Uh, Steven Tyler, shouldn't the he? was on fucking American Idol, right? And uh, Yeah, I mean, he just can't stop. That guy's a fucking yeah. attention whore if I've ever seen one, you know? Yeah. And Joe Perry, I think, is just Joe Perry. Like, that's what he does. He plays. Yeah. He plays guitar. The guy is obviously having some health problems.
0: Yeah, because I did read after that. Like, I was trying to follow up um, with him after uh, the vampires thing, and I think... Alice Cooper said something like, when he tours, he, um, him and his band, they play like four or five days a week and just take like, so they'll do like three days, then do a day off, then do like three days, then do a day off. But I guess Aerosmith, they only do like two days and then a day off. So I guess Joe Perry wasn't used to uh, the extra day or two in the schedule or mm-hmm. something. So that's what happened, I guess. Or at least that's what Alice Cooper said, was what Drew Perry was. He wasn't used to that tour schedule. Oh. And I did notice that after that, he's been playing, but the vampires only toured for like two weeks, and Aerosmith just does the residencies now. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah. Well, they're all up there. Yeah. Man,
0: sucks getting old. I got high blood pressure, too. Yeah.
1: Shit. I just... (laughs) I don't know. I have high cholesterol, supposedly, Mm -hmm. but I just think the doctors are fucking lying. Yeah. I think those tests were fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, I don't... Other than that... (sighs) Oh, and then Ozzy's got Parkinson's disease. Oh, yeah. I know I said that like... My reaction was odd. I should have said that a little sadder, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it does suck. That was pretty terrible.
0: I didn't think of this until I was talking to some guys at work about it. Because... Some guy even said, I think, that, like, well, how did they not know Ozzy had Parkinson's disease? Or or it wasn't that, but they said that he kind of looks like he would have had symptoms of it
1: or something. Yeah, they probably just thought he was fucked, you know, yeah. all the drugs he did over the years and shit, so.
0: And then... Um, I thought about it, I'm like, well, he didn't tour last year, they canceled that tour, so he's been home for a year, so he's probably been sober the last year, so then maybe that's when they were kind of more clued in, like, right. oh, maybe it's more than just...
1: Maybe he just needs to drink and do whatever the fuck he yeah. wants, you know, maybe Sharon needs to just get off his ass. He's yeah. got Parkinson's now. Yeah. Get off Ozzy's ass, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't have much to say about the Grammys as far as going back on that. I will say Alicia Keys, man, I mean, her opening speech and her tribute to Kobe Bryant was really great. Um, I don't know. She's just a class act. She's someone I like. Her, I like her as an artist. Although, I don't know, her last couple albums haven't done shit for me. She's kind of gone off in some direction that's kind of like, eh, okay. It's a little watered down anymore. You know, but... Um, I, I don't know. I just like her as a person. She's pretty, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like some of that early stuff too.
1: No, her first four albums I really, really like. Um, her fourth one in particular was great. Um, I'm just totally drawing a blank right now too. Yeah. As I am was the third one. It was the one after that? Um, Elements of Freedom. Yeah, I can't that think of like anything off an the top amazing of my head. Elements of Freedom was like an amazing album. I mean, it's just front to back fucking great. I love it. Um, and really her first album. I mean, she won me over because she covered uh, Prince's How Come You Don't Call Me Anymore. Hmm. And so that was kind of like, oh, who's this chick? Oh, she's good looking. Oh, fuck, she plays piano too. Like, she really plays piano, can really play, you know. So and she can really fucking sing. So. I've always loved her, man. I, it was really bummed out. It really bummed me out when I bought... um. God, whatever that Girl on Fire album is. Maybe that was the name of the album, too. Because that was the one where I just was... Are you looking for the K? The Ks are over here behind me. Oh, okay. I was looking at <laughs> Alicia. Sorry, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I file everything by... Uh, yeah, I don't know why I didn't just... Instead of looking over here for the element of freedom, I
0: right behind was, you. I
1: was sitting there just going, sounding like a babbling idiot, like oh, oh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, this album. What was this one after that? Girl on fire. Yeah, I don't. She lost me on that one. And then the stuff I heard from the last one, I didn't really like either. And it just bums me out. I I wish that she.
0: I think the the last song I remember hearing from her. Maybe there's been something since then, but. Uh, it was probably that James Bond song she did with like. Yeah, Jack that was White. a cool song too. Yeah. That
1: was actually. I really liked that. It was badass. It made me want to like Jack White more than, you know, because yeah. I'm not a huge fan of any of his work, to be honest with you. Um, I actually thought one of those bands that he had, it, the Rack and Tours was cool, but there was another band. It's like the Dead Weathers. Dead Weather, yeah. I kind of dug that right yeah. That was pretty cool. I think that might have been my favorite. I don't know if they have more than one album either. So, you know, I want to like his stuff. I admire his sound and what he's kind of going for, but every time I put on one of their records, I'm just like, ah, you know, like the the, the uh, White stripe stuff. I just... Although I thought that Get Behind Me, Satan, was kind of cool. That had some cool stuff on it. And... But, well... We could keep babbling about shit that's not on our agenda, <laughs> but I guess if we don't get to the albums that we set out to uh, talk about, we might never. I might end up downing more beer. And Today's episode, by the way, is brought to you by Guinness. Not really, not officially, but kind of <laughs> in some sort of indirect way. Andy's drinking Amagang. Yeah, I'm um, a gang something or another that tasted too grapey for mm-hmm. me. So, Too belle, My Limited no, Release. Sounded better than, sounded fancier than how I would pronounce it. <laughs> so, what's the first one? <laughs> like here, record, man? record. <laughs> first one on our agenda's Breaking Benjamin's Aurora. Yeah, I think
0: that one came out first out of the. Yeah, that's why I put it first, yeah. but.
1: Uh, Get it out of the way. I think it was the only one from last Friday that we had on the list. So I think we obviously picked this one just because it's maybe the most mainstream and rock at the same time. I don't know because I look at these. I I mean, I think people maybe. Yeah, I looked at some lists and it's like. We need to invite people to, like, suggest what they want us to cover, I think, in the future. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy picking them. I enjoy when you pick them because sometimes, like, the Halsey record, I would have never picked that. would have never been on my radar. And then I was like, Mm -hmm. holy shit, this is really cool, you know?
0: Maybe I'm not looking on the right website because I just went to, like, I just Googled, like, albums from 2020 or something. Went down a list, but I can't. I think it was, like, Metacritic or something like that. Well,
1: there's always stuff that's going to fly under the radar. Like, a lot of the stuff that I'm yeah. really into, that's where it fucks me up, is if I don't already know it's coming out, and I find out later, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you know, kind of like that Warrior Soul album. Yeah, because I know we've missed some stuff. It. I was like, how the yeah. hell did we miss that one? It just came out like a couple months ago, and yeah, or, or maybe a little longer. I don't know. I lose track of time, but like, shit, that would have been a cool one to do, you know? And <clears throat> I just to maybe keep up on f- yeah there was another to one too
0: Like I think Griffin said something the other day like oh I'm listening to the new Airborne that came out and I think it was this Friday really? uh, the other day and I was like there's a new Airborne but then I looked it up and it came out like in October but I'm like how the fuck did we miss that too
1: well in all fairness it would just sound like another ACDC record like, yeah. it would just sound like sure. another Crocus Yeah. Album or or something maybe I was too like, up Jimmy Eat World's butt back in October. Like, oh, man, I'm waiting for this one. We can so, only do so much. And honestly, right. like, I don't know how much fun that record would be to talk about. What are we going to be like? Yeah, that was fucking cool. Sounded like every other album of theirs. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, true. I mean, most of the time, if we like the stuff, I feel like we're not going to have as much. If it's something that we already know we're going to like, and then we end up liking it, we're not going to have as much to say about it you know
0: yeah because i got a lot to say about this breaking benjamin when i got like two pages almost shit i'm glad
1: you do man. and i
0: did not like it so see that's like the thing where it's like if you don't like something you might have a lot to say about it that's true because
1: i was pretty indifferent man i was um, like i guess i'll let i'll go first because you sound like you probably have okay. more you know to say that might spark some interest in people's ears, I don't know. Because to me, I just was like, okay, the first song, I didn't know what this was, and I started listening to it, and I'm like, okay, I know this first song. Why the yeah. fuck am I hearing this? Why is this a new album? So I had to look it up and find that it was a compilation al- album of acoustic or reimagined versions of songs, which I didn't care about before, and yeah. I'm happy to announce now that I still don't <laughs> care about them. That's so okay. You know, I just feel like the whole thing was watered down and the way that I feel about it was like, I don't hate it, but I don't like any of it at the same time. Yeah. It all passes by me, like background noise. If you've heard one song, you've heard them all. Yep. It's nothing mm-hmm. offensive to my earbuds. Like I don't hear it and go, God, this fucking sucks. But yet at the same time, I hear it and I don't give a single shit about any of it. And it's like a whole bunch of buzzwords that they always use. Like, dude, the word cold is in like 90% of the songs on this fucking album. It's like cold, empty, lonely, lost, dead. Those words are, there's one of those words in every fucking song. You basically
0: stole my notes or you stole my uh, thoughts. I'm sorry, God. I was just trying to get my shit
1: out of the way because I thought you'd (laughs) have more to say than me. No, that's pretty close to what I was going to (laughs) say. But it was just killing me listening to it. I'm like, literally the first three songs had the word cold in it. I'm man. like, I, you know, I, I don't know. This is, this fucking guy got a thing with, like, refrigerator units or what? Like, I, I just, I'm lost, man. I, I don't understand yeah. the appeal of this band other than the fact that it, this record's produced really well. Listening to it with headphones, I'm like, ah, oh, it's a great sounding record, but... It is that really over-polished production, too, that, like, any kind of rock edge there's supposed to be with these guys, it's never there. You know yeah, it's I mean? like the same thing as the
0: um the Sons of Apollo.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay, so your guitar's tuned down, and there's and your amp's cranked really loud, and you get a bunch of fucking distortion. Yeah. But, like, I can't feel any of it because it's, like, all the rough edges are rounded off way too much, and there's all this other shit that just the guitar means nothing to me. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking too. Because like, I thought
0: that, I know Stone Temple Pilots have a, like next week they have more of like a stripped down album that's coming out and I've heard two of the songs and there's some like piano on there. Uh, but then I saw Breaking Benjamin was doing something like that and I thought it was going to be the same. They were going to like, I don't know, strip back their sound. But then they really didn't. It's like... It's like they replaced the fucking... Maybe you just replaced the guitar with, like, violin. But then the violin's got all this reverb. So there's, like, violin and, like, drums and maybe a little bit of bass. But it's like, yeah, they just... they
1: just took the fucking guitar track out, replaced it with an acoustic guitar track, and then was like, oh, that's not enough. Let's put, like, 16 cellos, 8 violins, and a bunch of this other shit in there just to fill it out. And then it's like, okay, what was the point of this?
0: Yeah. Because I used to... I used to really like those guys, or at least their first like two or three albums, and that "So Cold" song—that's the first one on there. I'll admit, I dug it. I like the I album. Mean, I bought catchy, it because of that. And them. even Heavy Water plays that in their set.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, um, I used to really like them, but then they just got so like repetitive. And I think they broke up, or the guy fired the band, the whole like band, and then he came back with like new people. And they've done two albums recently, and they basically all, every single song sounds the same, and I think all of the songs, other than So Cold or something, are all these newer songs, and they all, I don't know, there's just, I don't know, I can't tell one from the other.
1: No, I'm with you on that. Basically,
0: part. by the lyrics, like what you are saying. And then one thing I wrote down was I was like uh, getting ready for work the other day, and I was listening to this because... Uh, I'll usually listen to this stuff, and I'll try to take notes later, like maybe the morning before we record. Right. Um. And yesterday, I think, I was listening to this while I was um, getting ready for work, and I'm like, fuck, all these songs sound like Transformers uh, movie titles, like uh, The Fallen Will Rise or something, and it, <laughs> it, The Dark of the Moon or something. I don't know. Like, It just sounds like, I was like, wait. Some some lyric that he said sounded like the Transformer movie title or something, and I'm like, yeah, it's like um, maybe he's a Transformers fan.
1: Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really go through with like a yeah, song like I kind of didn't because, it, because
0: then once I thought of that, I'm like, all right,
1: <laughs> fuck it. I just feel like I was yeah. listening to him and I realized that I feel like all of Disturbed. My Chemical Romance and Godsmacks worst qualities are all rolled into this fucking pan. and I don't mm-hmm. even dislike My Chemical Romance that much. I don't not or I don't like them like them, but that Black Parade album was like really fucking good.
0: Yeah, I and remember like not it was liking them, good, but and then, yeah, like I remember buying that after I heard. Well, they've got really cool songs. Yeah, like the Black Parade song. That Black
1: Parade album is like great front to back. I was like, yeah. and this is fucking amazing. But there's something in this dude's voice, like, the worst part of that dude's voice is in this dude's voice at Spots, you know? Yeah, and like... And it's rolled into, like, all the same kind of bullshit, disturbed, you he's know? He's got the same kind of, like...
0: Uh, yeah, I don't even like want to attempt it, but he's just got the same kind of, yeah, like... Like, what is that? Will Ferrell, like, I cannot control the volume of my voice. Yeah, it's, it's like, like that monotone. the whole time.
1: It's like monotone. <laughs> but then when he does try to go outside of that, it just turns into, like, the snotty, like, emo kind of thing <laughs> from My Chemical Romance. And then musically, like, they just kind of do, they just kind of play Godsmacks voodoo for, like, four minutes every song. It's like the rhythm section just plays voodoo.
0: Oh, see, yeah, I always thought it was—they sounded like Tool, but like more of
1: like a bite-sized Tool. Well, it's because Godsmack. You think down. about it. Like Godsmack's Voodoo song is kind of like a shitty Tool song. I thought they, they were always like jobs. Alice in
0: Chains, but just kind they of like phew, kind of oh, made God to be it. a PG radio or something. Yeah, they. I don't know.
1: I just keep hearing the Voodoo song in my head right now. Oh. So it's. See, I kind of thought I kind of thought
0: Godsmack was more like. Load Metallica and
1: Man in the Box. Hmm. I could see that. I'm just saying Voodoo because yeah. it's got that tribal oh, thing. Oh, yeah. There. And there's just kind of a lot yeah, of that Yeah, because people do kind of here. steal
0: that shit. No, yeah. But you're right.
1: They do kind of do like the water... They're kind of like a watered-down tool. Like, they're trying to... Yeah.
0: I'm picking I guess I can see around. why you're saying that with this album because they did try to do the cello-y kind of different kind of
1: drum vibe thing. Yeah, I mean the so. weird thing was the best song was like the last song, that "Dear Agony" with the chick. Yeah, and it was only because the chick finally added some sort of yeah something extra, different, different. Yeah, like oh my god, there's another dynamic. Finally, I'm like fifteen fucking songs in, or how many was on this record? I don't know, but it felt like 24 songs.
0: There was one thing, too, that I thought was really funny that I thought of later that actually really sums up Breaking Benjamin and how I said uh, that Heavy Water plays uh, So Cold. I've seen Heavy Water now with Jim Glass like, for like two years now Name or something. Name Robin
1: Heavy Water. See, free it, press,
0: guys. No, no, like here, here's my... Free our, press. Go here, see
1: him next he, Saturday, the, February 8th <laughs> at Cruise ends down on Route 29 in... Peoria, they say, but it's technically Creve Core. Creve Tucky. Yeah. Sorry. At the bottom of the hill. The bottom of the hill. To anyone, you know, in the area. Because I'm sure our fan base reaches all the way across the fucking nation. Oh, yeah. So.
0: Hey, man. We gotta be specific. The, the guy from Motorboos. Motor, booze, motor booze. I don't know if you listened to the episode, but he liked and shared our posts. Yeah. And he. He uh, gave us some
1: good feedback. We and got fucking fans in Argentina, so, bitches. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So we're going to start walking around, swinging our dicks. <laughs> like, yes, we're rock star podcasters. Yeah, I think until we're like Joe Rogan level, like, yeah. there's not really any point. In
0: uh, but no, but no. Every <laughs> time I've seen Heavy Water with Jim Glass, which is basically every two months, he always says, hey, Whose whose song is this right now? And I'm like, it's Breaking Benjamin. See, that's how forgettable Breaking Benjamin yeah, songs we've are. Told him nobody eight times. fucking cares. They're
1: like, <laughs> and that's a guy who like listens to music. Yeah, he's there shit. like all the he's fucking not like time. Some you know? Soccer mom just hanging out, drinking fucking White Claws. like, oh hey, who's this? Breaking Benjamin. Told you four hundred times. <laughs> you can't fucking remember who it is yeah. because I didn't remember who it was until I listened to this goddamn CD, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I know this fucking song." Kind of. I don't want to, but I'm already flipping the page. Yeah. So see that kind I'm of see that's a good way to wrap it up. Fuckers. I hope we get an interview with them sometime. <laughs> and I hope they go, "Hey, we listened to that episode where you uh, reviewed our album Aurora," and be like, "Yeah." Yeah, so you didn't like it? Well, fuck no, I didn't like it. <laughs> Why are you interviewing us? I'm, somebody might fucking like you. i just giving you a... Pl- you know, let's just talk. Yeah. No, I'm um, interested to do. Um, I think that it'd be really fun to, like... Giving you a platform to talk, yeah. I know we want to, like, find people to talk to, you know, that we care about and we're fans of, and we're, we're trying to work on that. But I honestly think it'd be almost more interesting. I mean... Not more interesting, but just <laughs> as interesting to, like... Or at least entertaining to just find people, like, we don't like. Oh, like, um, you're go. Because they might be cool. I might just think, like, hey... You or you just off- want to get our asses kicked. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm too old to fight, Andy. I'm way too old to fight. And I, I can still hold my own. Maybe that's the Guinness talking, mm. but... Um, Speaking of getting your asses kicked, speaking of being a dead man, we want to move on to the theory of a dead man album. Oh, okay. It was next in my book. Uh, I had an order, and I had a reason for the order. All right, because they're basically feeling. the other mainstream. Yeah, line, I kind right? of segued out of. It's weird because I expected this to sound not really like Breaking Benjamin, but kind of to be the same kind of rock. Yeah, I had Radio heard these rock. guys since they first came out and kind of sounded like that same kind of rock. See,
0: I have. They were like, always on X, all the time.
1: Well, these guys, like, this album was not good <laughs> by any means. Yeah. But I at least was surprised that it wasn't what I expected. I was like, this is a fucking pop record.
0: That's actually the other thing I thought, too, because this was the last one I listened to. I was kind of putting it off, because honestly, I... I'll say this. I wanted to hate this album, and I wanted to fucking uh, rip these guys apart because I like... I can't see it, but he looks mad. Uh, because a couple of years ago... I don't know if you've heard this song, because you probably don't listen to X too no. often. But, like... Every
1: once in a while, I'll put it on just to try to see what the fuck's actually going on. Here's
0: the thing. I feel like my blood... I feel like my blood pressure's up. My blood pressure's your boiling. Blood,
1: your blood pressure's right? up? Uh, I told but you no. that beer was strong, eh? Yeah,
0: man. It was like... It was no. Here. It was ten years ago. These guys came out with a song called Bad Girlfriend. Oh,
1: fuck, I remember and that. And I swear.
0: And that was these guys? Yeah, it sounds like fucking the Colt Firewoman. It does. So, like, Not every good. time I'd be in the car and I'd flip on the radio and I'd hear that opening riff, I'm like, fuck, Firewoman, I turn it up. And then it's Bad Girlfriend. And I'm like, fuck. All right, I turn it back down and I flip the station. And it would just piss me off. And I hated it. And then... <laughs> I can tell. Uh... Um, a couple years ago, because they even so put much, out. So people are
1: gonna think that you're me. And yeah. Not you. Yeah.
0: Man, maybe it is this is Gang. <laughs> well, if you want to get fired up and get really ripped or and lit, drink uh, Dubal Low. <laughs> but no. Uh, but then they came out with a song, like two years ago, and it was like some kind of fucking bro country song, and it had like some kind of whistling in it. And, like, that kind of, like, sparse guitar riff, and it's, like, whistling.
1: So these guys just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks, basically. Yeah, because right?
0: I think they follow all the trends. Mm.
1: And I was like... That's not douchey at all.
0: Um, I didn't act- um, actively turn on X, but a guy at the body shop I worked at, that's all he had the radio on. But I think it's actually, that's the only one that would come in in this building, because that's a metal roof oh, yeah. or something, and it really wouldn't pick up any signal but X, because that's the strongest one in the area. Right. So he'd always have it on X, and basically every hour they would play this theory of a dead man song. I was like, fuck. Everybody in the shop hated that song, and we wanted to like throw the dude's radio like out the building into the parking lot and like, run over it. But... Should have, because it would have made the story even cooler. So like, I was ready to fucking hate this album, but I actually kind of liked it. Huh. And I'd probably listen to it again. It has it, its moments.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like hit or miss, like... There's like one song that's Ooh, cool I'm coming down I know dude you're fuck yeah. I'm stressed out. man I hated that bad girlfriend song though because it would Ooh, like I'd want to hear the cold I think my blood <laughs> pressures through the fucking roof just watching you talk about that No, I dude you know I I looked this album up and I saw something talking about it. said it was their seventh studio album touching on violence and racism and yeah I just read that and was like. Stroke, stroke, stroke. Yeah, you know, people couldn't see my hand gesture, so I had to say stroke, stroke, stroke. <laughs> so, but here's the weird thing. So, like, cause anytime I hear that, I kind of think, okay, the band said that, and if the band has to say that, they're not going to execute this well. Yeah, like they're going into this. It's a this contrived idea. Like, hey, let's make a new record that's modern. And let's touch on today's, you know, political climate. (laughs) And just, dude, I mean, chances are you're too stupid to really have that much. I mean, everybody has an opinion, but...
0: But they're from Canada. How are they going to know the American uh, political climate either? I don't know.
1: I mean, everybody hates Trump everywhere. And, I mean, you know, he's pretty popular at being unpopular. (laughs) Even amongst other countries, so. But then he's really popular in positive ways, too. Uh, you know, he's like people fucking love him or fucking hate him. So, there's definitely a really unique political climate right now. So, but starting yeah. the record off was what? Black Hole in Your Heart. It sounded like a pop song. It didn't do anything for me. I was like, yeah, it's pretty blah. It's poppy. You know, I was like, this is poppier than I expected, but and then I felt like was I didn't history. like
0: the, I didn't like the verse, but I like that chorus, and it kind of had me like hooked though. Like yeah. it's like a black hole swallowing me up or something. I was kind of tapping my foot.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But I the, mean, it was trying to be ca- yeah. It had a hook, I guess. I don't know. It just it didn't do much for me. But I was kind of "History of Violence" was such a cool title, and I think that was like—is that the hit? Is that the single?
0: I think or. And it wasn't good. I think it is, or at least it's like a pre-release song that they had yeah. out. Because I remember adding an album on my phone. And I thought it was a pretty weak song.
1: Like, And then I started thinking about the movie with Viggo Mortensen. Oh, Have you yeah. seen that? That was a pretty yeah. cool movie. I thought, God, that was a cool movie. Why the fuck take that title? Isn't like that... A cool fucking title from a cool movie. Isn't
0: that David Lynch, too,
1: I think? No, it wasn't David Lynch.
0: Or uh, Cronenberg.
1: Viggo or Viggo one of those guys. Viggo. yeah. It was a cool movie. It wasn't Daniel yeah. Lynch, though, I don't think. Yeah. Maybe Cronenberg. Uh,
0: but this one, I was even trying to listen to it today. The guitar riff sounds just like something I've heard on WWCT, but I can't think of the song.
1: Hmm.
0: It's like the exact same...
1: I wish I could help you out. The exact same <laughs> melody, and I'm like, what is I guess this? I didn't catch that. I yeah. caught it in some other stuff later that we'll talk about, but I... That song in particular, no
0: yeah, but it wasn't ringing a bell, so like I guess maybe I don't pay enough attention
1: to the station I work for. Maybe not. I don't. Know. <laughs> I thought that the next I think it's the next song, the influenza song, the uh, we're all on we- or we're on the welfare was like the book. Yeah. I thought that was kind of dumb. I mean did you think that was dumb yeah. too yeah. like it's just dumb. The fact that an actual lyric was ain't got a dollar to wipe his ass like ah come on man like I mean you want to like try to write a song about this yeah. topic then fine and try to move me and stuff I'll listen but it's uh it's a pretty stupid song I was maybe slightly more interested in what he was trying to say than what he was trying to say with the previous song history of violence but yeah. like it wasn't well, executed. It was more entertaining, but because it was so fucking stupid. So, I don't know. I thought, as far as having, like, some sort of political agenda, Strangers was maybe the one that, you know,
0: Yeah, where or they actually
1: that? did a good job. Works. I think White Boy was trying to be kind of political, too. Yeah, no, that one was, too. Yeah, I was going to get to that one. That was... That was kind of the anti-racism anthem that they wrote. It was kind of in response to the whole Unite the Right movement from Charlottesville, right? Yeah. Yeah. It starts off with like the police coverage or something on the news, the little clip at the beginning. Um I mean, yeah, I they had they had strong moments, I thought. I thought that that White Boy song was a strong moment when it was when it comes to trying to mesh a decent song with a political, um, you know, just trying to say something, trying to make a difference in a way that a songwriter can. I thought Strangers was probably the high point just because, um, you know, living like strangers, we ain't living, what was it? Living like strangers, we ain't living like neighbors anymore. Um, There was just a few... Lines in there that I thought were kind of, you know, I mean, I didn't start sobbing and weeping like a bitch or anything. It didn't touch me that hard, but, you know, instead of trying to forgive, we've all got something to prove. Instead of fighting to win, we're out here choosing to lose. Like, uh, I mean, it's not like epic lyricism, but he's making a point a little bit, you know, and I'm getting it. And I'm feeling it. Maybe
0: he's trying, but he's just not good at writing lyrics. I mean,
1: it's not bad, I don't think. I thought those were, you know, those were okay. They were okay. He was making his point. I guess there's a reason. There's a reason that I'm emphasizing on the his, his political agenda because the next record we're going to talk about, um, and I don't want to jump into it yet, but I feel like, Okay, next. I want to know what
0: you're cause I uh, yeah, like, I know what you're gonna. Yeah, go and with I feel next, like the next so.
1: record totally falls short, but I don't want to yeah. go. I don't want to go into it yet. And I was more hopeful of that fucking album. Um, yeah, like I liked but, one too. There was I thought the Ted Bundy song was kind of cool because it's like just this love song, "Love You to Death," was the hook, you know. But I'm never gonna see you again. Yeah. And I'm sitting there listening to it, and I'm like, this is kind of a dumb. Yeah, hooky, like, whatever. And then I saw that it was called Ted Bundy, and then I started listening to the lyrics a little closer, and I was like, ah, fuck, now I kind of... See, that's the one I thought was dumb. It is dumb, but I kind of appreciated how Um. dumb it was for some weird Mm. reason. I don't know if that makes any sense.
0: Uh, The one that stood the most, or um, the one that stood out the most to me was World Keeps Spinning. Hmm. I kind of like that song. But then there was one part where I was laughing at it. I'm like, I kind of like the song, but then it was so stupid that maybe it was good. I think there's a lyric where he says, monkey see, monkey do, monkey me, monkey you. And I'm like, oh my god.
1: This is so bad that it's good, I guess. I mean, he's got some really dumb shit in this yeah. lyrically. But I feel like he tried a little... I, I don't know. He's
0: trying maybe more than he's I ever tried before. I don't think he before. tried too hard. Uh-oh.
1: I don't think he tried too hard. I think he had an agenda, but I don't think he was forcing the agenda. I think he was truly writing from what he was feeling at the moment, and I think that these things were genuinely on his mind, hmm. and he was writing from that perspective. I just don't think he's that good of a writer, So I don't think he's writing shit that is as prolific as maybe it sounds in his head. Okay.
0: Yeah. Like
1: in his mind, he comes up with like these catchy little hooks that have these little yeah political this political meaning, and he probably is thinking like, oh, somebody's gonna listen to this and it's gonna blow their fucking mind. But it's just not. Yeah. Like maybe a fucking twelve-year-old. Will go. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. But he's fucking twelve. <laughs> you know. Way, way off topic,
0: but not really. But I kind of want to throw this out there just because you're making me think of it. Uh, that show, The X Files. The main writer of the show, Chris Carter. Yeah. Sometimes he was so fucking like dog shit at stuff, and it was the same way. Like he would try to be so like I don't know profound. Or something like that because sometimes they do like a voiceover where David Duchovny had to like, yeah. I don't know, he had to do some a voiceover and there's some like big words and like adjectives that like nobody would ever say in conversation or like talking. But I think he just looked through the thesaurus or something and was like, oh, hey, this word, I'll just throw this in there instead. <laughs> so I sound smart. And he would like throw shit in there like that. And it's like, I don't know fuck, like, you're trying to be up here, but you're really, like, right. not. Like, you're trying to sound more smart than you are.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think this dude throws any big words. I don't remember there being. Yeah, but in big the same words. way, it's just, like, but that I know guy's you mean. trying like, he's to, He's like, maybe trying to touch. Like, he's a tongue-in-cheek writer. This is a guy that does not write. Like, dude, I was going to save this Yeah, like, for he's later, got a song called like, Low
0: Life, too, that was always on the radio. Like, or like, I used to think it was called Dirtbag, but then I had to look it up, and I think it's called Low Light. And he's basically saying like I'm a low life in a wife beater shirt or something. Yeah. And it's like that's what you write to. So it seems like he's right. like trying yeah. to be here but he's like I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Stay with what you know. I mean, it's not um. terrible. I mean, it is kind of. <laughs> but I I don't know. I, don't I expected know. this to be so bad.
0: Yeah, like it really Oh was it, it? it was a just, better version of that Zach Brown album that's yeah. what I was thinking yeah it's like the Zach Brown one was like fucking shit I just this feel is like, like out of
1: everything that we've since we've been listening to a lot of these albums everything that has tried to touch on you know political stuff um and racial stuff you know in today's political climate the fucking you know and Neil young is obviously not a hack.
0: Yeah, like how he's saying, "I'm well, I'm just an old man, and I'm an old man, yeah, right? But dude, something? I mean,
1: I really feel like that album was really fucking great. Like, he really wrote songs about that stuff and was really good at writing about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I just don't feel like anything else we've listened to so far is up to par with, I mean, that's a guy that just knows how to say what he has to say. Yeah. And these other writers just need to stick to what they're good at because when they try to venture into this territory, they're just falling flat on their face. And I don't know. Like, maybe I'm thinking too much, and maybe there's a lot of casual listeners out there that listen to it and go, no, you're way off fucking course, man. This guy hit it right on the head. And I was trying, you know. I mean, like, I sat there and I quoted lyrics, you know, a few minutes ago from this... Stranger song and I was throwing the dude a bone like and this is great for him you know I mean I don't think that any of those lyrics were fucking amazing but I feel like for that genre and that level of a lyricist and yeah like I get you like he (laughs) he kind of did for him that's like a home run like he he hit a fucking home run with that song when it comes to, that or maybe genre. golf, where
0: they give somebody like a handicap, so <laughs> right, so he did right. hit a hole in one, but maybe but it was because he, he had a four. He had a handicap. handicap. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah.
1: Like really, it would have been a bogey, <laughs> maybe even a double bogey, but it's a hole in one because the handicap was so fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, God. I just I'm trying
0: to. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't stick to golf references because that's we out probably of my area. Ever. Too
1: interview any of the guys from theory of a dead man so i don't know i did meet him before twice i'm glad you got that out of the way in the
0: same year (laughs) and i really wanted to just be like i fucking hate that bad girlfriend song but hey man how you doing he's
1: probably a nice
0: guy right like yeah dicks yeah they didn't seem like dicks probably the guys that
1: you really admire that'd be dicks you know like if i ever met elton john he'd probably be like fucking rude to me like fuck you
0: Hey man, you get my coffee or something? He'd yeah. think you're like his Wait, intern hey.
1: or something? Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road one of my favorite songs of all time. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. That's why, like, I never wanted to meet Prince, you know, because I always thought, like, God damn it, I fucking love to meet Prince, but I'd probably be one of those people where he's like rude to me, and I'd be yeah. like, Ah, fuck you, man. Fuck you, Prince. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what the hell we were talking about. Um, probably time to move on. Keep this thing rolling. So I know it's off off topic, but...
0: Sorry, we had to stop the show because I died because I drank a 15% alcohol beer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we thought he was going to die because we thought we were going to let him drink it, but we're not. So, Dude, I was up there taking a piss, and then <clears throat> I was washing my hands, and I looked in the mirror. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, I shaved my beard. Oh, yeah. Like, I forgot, and then I realized... How'd you forget? I don't know, because <laughs> I'm just i used to it being there. Isn't your face colder now? Uh, oh, when I'm outside, it's really cold, yeah. It's weird me out. But when I saw it, I go, fuck, Andy's probably been looking at me this whole time. Like, God, he looks so weird today. Because I feel like I look so weird. I now.
0: saw you on Instagram, so I already knew.
1: Uh, I know, but it still looks weird. Like, I can't get used to it. Maybe just because it's me and it's my face, but... I can't fucking get used to it. I don't know why I did it. Now I'm like, shit. You know? And now that I did this... You always
0: do that, though. You always grow it out, and then you kind of shave it into the lemmy thing. Yeah. You do, like, a big chops or something. I do
1: something weird. I know I'm a fucking weirdo. I get bored easy. It grows back. But that was the longest I've ever had my beard. I realized that when I put a T-shirt on a few days in a row and looked up, and my beard was, like, tucked in the T-shirt collar. Like, I had to, <laughs> like, pull my neck up like this and get it, like, un like it was actually tucked into the fucking shirt. I'm I, like, Jesus Christ, Brent, what the hell?
0: I think I even thought of something now, too, like, when you said that, like, there was something um, where after you shaved off your beard one time, you posted on Instagram, where, like, I think I lost 10 pounds.
1: Yeah, I mean, something. it's a lot of hair, man. It took me, like, a solid... <sighs> Dude, it probably took me a half hour to 45 minutes. I'm not even joking. It was because you can't... Like, I couldn't just... Yeah, you can't you just go that. into it. Like, I had to take it off like a half inch at a time, you know? I should have... And I didn't know what I was going to do, really. I should have just gone and got the... Sciss- excuse me. Got the scissors and chopped at it, man. It's fucking harsh. <laughs> shit, and right in here, it's so thick that, like... It just doesn't want to cut. The trimmer was like... <laughs> Like <laughs> getting bogged down and can't cut because the goddamn hair is so thick I don't know why we're talking about that but uh Drive-By Truckers had a new album
0: man oh, I was really looking forward to this album too
1: I was too I'm Cause, a
0: fan yeah because um, I haven't heard much I'm not going to say I'm a fan Uh but I like that Dirty South album sounded good Right. So maybe
1: it set the bar too high. They got a lot of good albums. but Their last album, American Band, was really good. Um, I mean, the earlier stuff, the Jason Isbell era stuff is you know, fucking just fantastic, obviously. Because you got those guys at their peak and Isbell coming into the scene writing some really great fucking songs. So you kind of got like the best of all these guys doing... Um, I told you I was going to get you a bottle opener. I told you I had one down here. Yeah. And I do. Oh, there it is. looking right at it. Couldn't see it. But, yeah, I mean, those those records from that era were really, really great. Really hard to touch, but they've had some really good stuff since. I mean, I haven't, like, listened to an album where I was really bummed, you know. They've had ones that were better than others, and... You know, I thought that last one was really good, really solid. Um, so I was looking forward to this one. And then I listened to it. <laughs> so I, I don't know what your thoughts were on it. But Basically, the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it really falls short, man. And it was so weird because there was kind of a lot of hype online. They put out that first song, um, Thoughts and Prayers, you know. And I think my first thought was, okay, Will Hogue put out a song a couple years ago, Thoughts and Prayers. So it's like, that's what I was dude, thinking of. Like, I knew somebody else did something yeah, like, like that. like, he, he already yeah. beat you to the punch. But then, like, any, any liberal-based media was, like, propping this song up. Like, oh, Drive-By Truckers, release Thoughts and Prayers, and knocks the whole world's dick in the dirt. Like, that's yeah. how they put it out there, right? Yeah. Like, that's not really how they... That wasn't their exact words, but, but that's how they did it because they just wanted to be like, yeah, these guys put out a song that's exactly what we think and, you know, yeah. fuck you to anybody that doesn't think this way. At least that's what I thought when I, like... Thank you
0: for reminding me of that, though, that Will Hogue one, because I knew, I thought today, I was like, somebody had a song called Thoughts and Prayers, and it was basically like, take your thoughts and prayers and shove them up your ass, right? And like I didn't even, like,
1: I'm a Will Hogue fan, but I didn't even think that song was that good. Yeah. And it's better than this one. Yeah. You know, I thought... (sighs) I don't know, it's just like, it's a sarcastic take on... You know, something tragic happens and everybody comments on social media thoughts and prayers, right? Yeah. And so it's kind of like the whole, well, fuck you and your thoughts and prayers. Those don't mean shit. Yeah. Why don't you actually fucking get off your ass and do something about it? But I felt like the whole irony of that with this one especially was, I mean, you could say the same thing about the song. Like, this song didn't even accomplish anything. Yeah. Like I listened to it and I'm like, you guys don't even make a point like this. This isn't even good until you actually have the line where you say, uh, take your thoughts and prayers, stick, stick it up your ass with your useless thoughts and prayers. Like that's the line towards the end of the song. Right. And I'm like, Oh, you finally got your punchline three and a half minutes into the song. Like you're almost done. Uh, none of the verses say anything that strike a fucking nerve. Nothing. Yeah. And there just was like nothing. There was no substance in this song. And by the time I finally listened to it, I'm like, why the fuck was everybody propping this up on social media like they hit some sort of goddamn home run with it? Like, oh, this is, everybody's fucking mind's gonna be blown with this song. Nobody's gonna be able to deny the impact of this song. Yeah. Fuck this song. It wasn't good. It was not, it's boring. It barely has a hook, it has a little bit of a hook. Like it's kind of catchy. Yeah, I, I but there was no substance to it.
0: I actually kind of thought the whole album was kind of boring until like the last two songs. It was.
1: It didn't even liven up. Yeah. yeah, and even the last two songs weren't great, but they were like better than the rest of the record. I feel like you know, comparing this to because I was kind of I didn't want to say too much while we were talking about the last record, the theory of, of a dead man thing, but I feel like with theory of a dead man. Okay, this guy was just writing songs, and he felt this way about these things, and so he wrote the songs about them, and yeah, they're not that good, but they're not that good because he's not that good of a songwriter. I feel like with these guys, this whole thing was just, like, contrived. You know, he just sat down and said, I'm going to write a fucking album on today's issues.
0: Okay. You know? Yeah.
1: And... That's how it comes off. It comes out off like he just was trying to write about like these basically things. Basically, what you and Denny didn't. were
0: saying about the last Foo Fighters album. Like, well, what? what can we do that we haven't done before? Right. So let's and when do you this. Force it. You're not yeah. going to come
1: up with anything honest. This doesn't provoke anything. Like I'm trying to even remember right now if there was one goddamn moment where they provoked a thought. Like the babies in cages song, maybe. Yeah. Like. Uh, the
0: first thing I wrote down,
1: because I listened
0: to this last night. Um, I went and got groceries because it was payday. And I'm like, all right, I'll come home, and that's what I'll do. I'll listen to this Drive-By Truckers album, because I don't have anything else to do. And I'm like, listen to it while I'm putting away groceries. And I'm like, this is like basically background music. you know, uh, Putting them up on the shelf. Then I go and lay down on my couch, and I'm still listening to the album, and I restart it or whatever. It rolls back around to the first one. I'm like trying to think of something to say, the only thing I could think of to write about was Taco John's in that 21st century USA. I'm like, at least they talked about Taco John's.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought that was, you know, I don't know, like, I didn't even read a note about that song, but that was like...
0: <clears throat> I was like, something I can
1: relate it to. It was a better <laughs> song than Thoughts and Prayers, I, you know. Um... I slow ride argument was like a cool title. I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be cool." And then it's not. It's just not. I know. thought Grievance Merchants was kind of a
0: cool title too.
1: Yeah, there's like a lot of cool titles and no song to fucking
0: Yeah, it almost just kind of like it wasn't I don't even want to say it was a bad album. It just kind of was like very chill and it, it just, just kind of like you. Yeah, like it kind of lulled me to sleep. It, I don't know.
1: It happens, and it's like, okay, Rosemary with a Bible and a Gun, the opening track. Yeah, that's... Great fucking title, like, this sounds like it's going to be cool, or it's just going to be, you know...
0: Yeah, know. and that's why I was like, what? I don't know what to even say
1: about this. Yeah, no, I got done listening to it, and I was like, okay, first of all, it's like, maybe too mellow of an opener. And just not, like, there just was nothing. Again, I, I don't know, like, I'm just... I'm saddened by this album because there wasn't much to say about it. Like, it's a band. It was the one band out of the entire list that I was already a fan of. And then I had nothing really positive to say about
0: it. Maybe because they wanted to do, like, a political album, but they didn't want to take one side or the other side, so they just tried to play it too straight down the middle.
1: Yeah. Is that, that like what they, they did? I don't feel like they are straight down the middle, though. I feel like it's obviously... It's obviously anti... I don't want to say it's anti-Trump. Like, it is, though. I mean, it, it they touch on... Yeah, because babies in cages, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, obviously that is. um, You know, and then there's, like, the, the quote about flat the flat earther flying in his plane and something <laughs> crashing to the ground. Whatever the fuck that was all about. <laughs> um. I feel like I don't know what that was about other than the fact that I feel like maybe it was pointed at Trump, but it could just be pointed at all the weirdos with their flat Earth theories. Yeah, and just dumb hear. Facebook people. I have no idea. I don't, I don't really know where he was going. That was the thing was I didn't really know where he was going with a lot of it. I'm just like, I mean, I can you
0: I think that's what you should do. Just write an album. Just go on social media and just write about dumb people.
1: Well, it wouldn't be that hard to do. There's not exactly a shortage of them, but I just... I I feel like this dude, again, thought he was going to write something really, like, impactful, you know? Like, he Mm. was just going to change the fucking world with his songs, and it's like, yeah, but you don't have any songs here. Like, there's (laughs) nothing, like... There was not one moment where I'm listening to this and I just go, "Ah, oh, shit," you know. Again, dude, this is like Neil Young already make the oh. made the record last year. You were trying to make.
0: Okay. See, I thought maybe that like I was I was wanting another never gonna change. Like, man, I want some fucking riffs. Right. And I thought I was hating on it to like just hate on it, but now you're kind of the same way. So no, I'm like, I mean, there's just not, not there's not songs
1: yeah. there. They usually have songs. I feel like I feel like they had an agenda. I feel like it got in the way of writing good songs.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I'm 100% right on this. I just, I know but you probably what they've are. done. <laughs> I know what yeah. they've done. I know their fucking, yeah. you know, catalog, man. I've got several of their records sitting there. I've got the Man. rest of what I don't have on vinyl. I've Man, got, got s- the Dirty sound. I've got sitting <laughs> over there on fucking CD. I mean this is a band that I am genuinely a fan of and I wanted this to be like, dude, I'm not going to buy this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to keep buying their albums and supporting them and you know, and just digging what they do. I just want to like what they do, but they lost me on this one man they lost me I, you know and if you want to write a political record then god damn it have something to say just fucking have something to say because if you're writing a political record just to write a political record do not come off as intelligent at all like you think you are but you're not you're just you're falling short dude you know I don't know. And maybe people will listen to me ranting about this and say, yeah, well, you don't know what the fuck you're You're fucking retarded, because I listened to it, and it changed my fucking life. I was going to vote for Trump next year, but now I'm not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I completely missed the fucking point. I don't know. But I just think that if that's what they were trying to accomplish, I, I, dude, you, you shit the bed. Sorry. So maybe it's the same way people
0: are trying to write anti-Trump songs. The way that I think so many people were trying to write anti-Bush songs in what 2004, about the time where he was going to get reelected, and I remember at first I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. This band's getting, uh, this band's getting political." But it's like you had Ministry doing. Like, three albums in a row that were all Bush, and I think they had his eyes blacked out (laughs) and stuff. And then you had uh, Papa Roach was, like, writing political songs. Yeah. And I'm like, everybody's doing it, so it's not really... It's not edgy. It's, like, watered down now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not edgy. You know? I mean, honestly, like, right now, if you wanted to be a musician and be edgy, you'd just be like, fuck yeah, Trump's the shit. And you'd go out and write, like, (laughs) a pro-Trump record. And just be like, "Fuck Bernie Sanders, that old mm. fuck." You know, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm onto something. I'm gonna go start like this crazy punk. Feel band. the
0: burn when I punch you in the yeah. face.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go start this fucking punk band that just writes nothing but anti-Bernie fucking songs <laughs> and just anti-everybody that's not Trump. Um, we're <laughs> just sitting here like, right, what the fuck am I talking about? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Either. It's a good
1: time to change the subject, I think. Um, I leather, had that fifteen
0: percent alcohol thing, so I'm like,
1: woo! He didn't really, guys. <laughs> he did have. you had an eight point eight point seven. I mean, dude, that beer was no joke.
0: And I think and, I drank it in like, I don't know, like fast.
1: However long that was, I don't know what mm-hmm. time we started, but. It was fast enough to where it's going to knock your ding dong. and
0: I think scene. it was just Theory of a Dead Man just got me fired up. That's what it was. That's all.
1: Well, Lordy, Lordy. Let's talk about <laughs> Lordy.
0: <laughs> I really want to talk about this one a lot. I do, I, too. I feel
1: like we plowed through these albums. Yeah, and just, and just, just to get fast, to Lordy. But, you know, I... Because
0: <laughs> I remember sending you a text, and I'm like, hey, you want to talk about this Lordy album? And you're like, Lord, what? what lord like lord with an e but yeah i didn't know
1: the difference lord with an i i know the difference between i and e but i didn't know the difference i was thinking whatever the fuck lord was i didn't know i was when i looked this up and i saw their logo then i was like oh yeah fuck okay i have seen this band but i've never listened to
0: yeah i've never listened to them before either
1: it was a good find
0: Yeah, because it was like, I'm just going to throw this out. I don't know if this dude listens or not, but I'm going to give him a shout out. So you better listen. It's some guy named, like, uh, I think his name is Pierre uh, Lorenzo. Maybe it's Pierre or it's Pierre. I don't know. But it's P-I-E-R, like Pierre 1. I want it to be Pierre. Yeah. Uh, But so I know him through Danko Jones because Danko Jones posts a bunch of shit on Instagram. And then somehow I started following this Pierre uh, Lorenzo guy. And last Saturday, on Facebook, he posted this song, Like a Bee to Honey, and he said that, like, Paul Stanley and that Jean uh, Bouvier, uh, like, wrote this song, but they didn't use it, so Lordy used it. And I'm like, holy fuck, I love this song. It's, like, so terrible, but it's good. Well, and it sounds like Kiss in something. the 80s.
1: Like, what's that fucking... There's a lot of Kiss on this, by the way. But
0: yeah. Yeah, but then I was just like, I swear, I've listened to this song like 200 times since last Saturday. Well, and it has a
1: weird synth part or like a, yeah. a keyboard part that sounds like something out of another 80s song, and I could not figure it yeah, out.
0: Yeah, like, I couldn't figure it Dude, out Dude, I thought it was
1: a cover song. Like, I Googled the song title because I was like, who the fuck did this? Yeah. I thought it was a cover song.
0: It was like a Paul Stanley throwaway song or something. Yeah, but
1: that, dude, that keyboard part is total. There is another goddamn song from the 80s that is. I thought the
0: keyboard sounded like their other song. Didn't they put out uh, Let's Put the X in Sex and then it was something like Rock Hard? It sounded like the keyboard in like the Rock Hard or some other song that they did around then. Yeah, because wasn't it they just lifted the keyboard from another Kiss song?
1: Yeah, I don't dude Desmond Child, the know. stuff that he wrote, he yeah, straight up admit. Like yeah, the like, let's put the X and Sex Riff. He's like, Yeah, it's like ten other songs.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so I just thought it was another kiss song that they just kind of lifted from. <clears throat> but then yeah. once that saxophone kicks in, I was like, Oh man, this
1: song fucking. Well, that was is Michael awesome. Monroe.
0: I didn't even realize that
1: at first. <laughs> and then I fucking saw that it was Michael Monroe and I was like, Holy shit, that's fucking awesome made it more more cooler. Yeah, I know this record's a collection, right? Like it's the fictional uh compilation record.
0: Yeah, cuz that's what I looked it up and it said they were trying to do like they tried to sound more like the 80s and 90s. So I don't know what this band
1: actually sounds like. Well, they're weird as shit. Like but I the... looked I looked up some of their older stuff and listened to it and some of the stuff I listened to reminded me of Turbo Negro if you've listened to them. And I think just because like the lyrical content so ridiculous, but only... like fucking rocks at the same time.
0: The only song I know from them is like "Shake Your Shit Machine."
1: That's one of my favorites. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I love that album. That was uh, God damn! What's that album called with the hat thing on it? Mm. Uh, I think I may have it on my phone. I don't feel like walking over there to find it, but. Um.
0: Yeah. That was another thing I heard about from Danko Jones. He talked about Turbo Negro.
1: Yeah, they're great, man. Should I not you said turbo negro and I said turbo negro.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know how it is. is it, I which just one's right. I didn't know if it was negro. Is
1: the way that I pronounced it. It's called sexual crime?
0: harassment. And sexual it's got, harassment. got like a little hat yeah. with
1: a neon. Yeah. It's got like that dude's lead singer wears those kind of hats. But so yeah, this is like weird. It's got the whole um Yeah, aren't they like Swedish too? They're like yeah, Czech. Oh, I looked it up. Check? Yeah, there's shek. check, Check. Check, check. <laughs> it's a bad time after this many drinks to try to say che- check. <laughs> I can't say it. See? I can't even start it. <laughs> we'll just call it check. Checkless Slovakia. There you See, without thinking I could say it, but if I think I'm <laughs> fucked. If I think about that microphone sitting there and this being a permanent thing, you know. Um, but no, it's, it's the... Uh, Oh shit! The Queens of the Stone Age type songs for the deaf kind of thing where there's like the radio DJ, yeah, and the, you know. Although that goes through the dials, but I kind of thought you know, of that one. Show
0: uh, what was it? Uh, that Grand Theft Auto thing? How they had something oh, like that yeah. where they had radio stations? I, yeah, I kind of.
1: Dude, thought the Ozzy thing was badass at the beginning because there's all those different bands that kind of sound like different bands, but the Ozzy one was like dead on. <laughs> like that Ozzy impersonation, you would have thought it was really him. Like, they fucking nailed that. So I thought the first song song, you know, aside from the intro thing, Horror for Hire, man. It was, it's like okay. Like, it's catchy enough. It's kind of got like that 80s rock thing, you know. Yeah. wasn't the highlight for me. But dude, the next song, Shake the Baby Silent. <laughs> first of all, that fucking title. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If a fucking American wrote that, oh, everybody would hate him. <laughs> you know?
0: Since the they shows. were doing 80s and 90s songs, did you get this vibe from this? It sounded like Rob Zombie, like Hellbilly it Deluxe. Did. That's what it I It sounded thought, just yeah. like one of those songs. It
1: did. It had, like, the... Yeah, definitely. And there's, like, one... Shake the baby <laughs> there's, silence. There's one line. There's one line in there, too, where he sings high, and it sounds like King Diamond. <laughs> yeah. So it's, like... Rob Zombie the whole time, and then all of a sudden, like, King Diamond pops in and is like, ah! you know, <laughs> it's fucking great. The song's badass. I was like, God, this is awesome. Way to go, Andy. You know? But, yeah, and then, you know, that there's not much to say about that. That song rocks, dude. It does. It sounds like it's yeah. the best Rob Zombie song that Rob Zombie didn't do. <laughs> it's like if Rob Zombie had King Diamond featured on a song, you know, but it's not either one of them. So I was really happy with that. And then that like a beat of the honey song. I mean, God. I
0: actually sent <laughs> that to it. Denny. I sent that to Denny. and I'm like, I think I've listened to this. I think it was last Saturday. And I'm like, I've listened to this 15. Uh, and he replied back and said, or 50 times him. already. Stop texting me. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, break the cycle or something like that. Like he thought it was terrible. And I'm like, man, break the cycle. I don't know. What the fuck's he
1: quoting? What's his I don't name? Know. Aaron Lewis's band. The <laughs> uh, Stained. Yeah, we see what you're listening to, Dennis. Whatever, man. Go back to your fucking break the cycle. Go back to your Aaron Lewis songs. <laughs> so, got to dip. What was it? Got a dip into your fruit jar. Was that the lyric? Yeah, <laughs> dude. I was thinking like we should start a reality show where we go around to bars with a hidden camera following us around. <laughs> And we just randomly walk up to girls and, like, drop that line and see, you know, use that line as, like, to hit on them. but hey, uh, can I get you a drink? Just got to dip into your fruit jar later, you know? <laughs> see what happens. Just see, how, like, how many times are we going to get punched? Like, can you take a punch? That was the one thing with that song I'm where I was enough. like. I can get ugly. Like, people can punch me. and I can just get ugly. It doesn't matter anymore. I was like, fruit jar. <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> Sorry I'm laughing, but, like whenever he went it's like his accent or something he went fruit jar he sounds like a fucking pirate
1: (laughs) maybe he is man I don't know what he is he dresses all weird if you look them up like they dress up like they look like guar almost yeah like like that's what I thought yeah fruit jar (laughs) I want to interview these motherfuckers I want to interview Sir Lordy is that what he goes by or Mr. Lordy I think Mr. Lordy Mr. Lordy (laughs) yeah dude that's Mr. Lordy Do you And then you got like the next segment where like the demon possessed, the caller sounds like she's possessed by the demon. Like there's like some demon voice and then she's talking and then she sounds like she gets possessed and then it goes into that Blow My Fuse song and that sounded like Kiss watching you. Yeah. Yeah, that sounded like, like it was like the same vibe. It yeah, had, like, it was like the same down dun dun Watching you. You know? Like yeah, because
0: I thought he sounded just like Gene Simmons. And he did. Like, he he was sang doing like Gene Simmons the whole time fan. too.
1: Yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, this is unmistakable. I in fact I was sitting there like, what song is this? And finally I was like, watching you. And I had like listen to yeah. it. And it is. It's like the same vibe, the breaks in the same spot. I mean, they didn't like rip the riff off note for note or anything, but, I mean, it's there. And then that, I dug a hole in the yard for you.
0: That that one actually ended up being, it was one that I like that, the, uh, awesome. the Fruit Jar, or whatever, <laughs> the, uh, like a bead of the honey, that yeah. one stood out right away. But then, uh, the next one, because it was, yeah, last Saturday when I was listening to this, they had like three songs out in advance. And... Uh, they have the shake the baby one, the honey one and that one and I actually did not like that I dug a hole in the yard for you it grew on me too but yeah. now after the whole like week of listening to that song, that one might be my favorite because it sounds like typo negative <laughs> kind of lyrics you know where it's kind of morbid right uh, but there are some really good lyrics in there
1: yeah I don't know it's, it's pretty funny. wild I like well, the titles fucking brilliant anyhow like it's yeah. awesome but I yeah, liked it. It grew on me too.
0: Yeah, because it was kind of like that Guns N' Roses, you know. Like, I used, used to love, love her, room. but I had to kill Dude, her.
1: I gotta it's just say like this. that. You're fucking me up. With your hat backwards, you look like Kevin Smith. Oh, now that really? Kevin Smith lost, lost oh, all that sorry. weight and shit, oh, okay. like if your beard was a little thicker, you would look like Kevin Smith. Oh. Probably saying that because I just watched that new Jane Silent Bob reboot last weekend. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That you look like Kevin Smith? Yeah. Well, ten years ago it wouldn't have been a compliment, but he's pretty thin and he's actually a pretty good. Hey, ladies, dude I'm now. on Bumble now, <laughs> and he's on Bumble. I don't know what the fuck that is, other than a type of bee. But apparently, like a bee to the honey. Yeah. See, I'm dipping in your fruit jar, ladies. Want <laughs> <laughs> to see a stinger? <laughs> Oh, shit. I couldn't be single nowadays. Like, the whole fucking idea of that shit. Like, it sounds exhausting. I couldn't do it. It
0: It is weird. Speaking of that, like, not to go too off topic, but, like, I don't know. The dating apps, like, I tried it before, like, a few years ago, and I'm not that good at conversing with people until I really get to know them, right. and then I can open up. But then at first it's like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, <laughs> all right. Oh, I'm all right. Yeah. And it's just like very like almost forced conversation and I don't like it. But then I'm not good at meeting people either. So I'm like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm not good at this, but I'm not good at approaching people either. But um, I put this photo on there um, where I was hiking or something. And it shows me like on a mountaintop or something. And I've already got two uh, ladies who are like, Hey, like, you like hiking and traveling. Like, hey. So they're already, like, they're already starting the conversation right
1: away. So I'm like, right. sweet. I guess I did. pick the right photo. There you go. Yeah. See? Yeah. Take fucking notes from Andy over here. Yeah. Show yourself doing something productive. Doing something, you know, interesting and fun. Yeah. Don't just fucking Photoshop Chris. Don't just
0: crop your head or something. <laughs> Don't just, like,
1: yeah, Photoshop Chris Hem- Hemsworth's. Ab abdomen on his <laughs> torso on, <laughs> onto your body like you know like this is totally what i look like with my shirt off even though i have a giant fucking fat neck oh yeah dude but back to it that Before like, I, we
0: talking yeah, about like that? I dug a hole in the yard for you i don't know man that yeah, that's, that's pretty romantic
1: fun. like not only do i want to fuck you but i want to Bury you in my backyard.
0: Because he's talking about how, like, in July, the relationship was good or something. And then it's like, in October, it's like, I hated your family or something (laughs) like that. Doesn't he? He even says something like that. Like, I don't know, your family was annoying me.
1: (laughs) Your family (laughs) was annoying me. Your mom said something that pissed me off. So I'm just going to bury you in the backyard so I don't have to see you anymore. (laughs) I was a fan of the song title Zombimbo. No, yeah, which was another Kiss one. Did you think that I did? It was. Uh, this was the one that was. I was made for loving you. right? Yeah, yeah. I put that. Down. I had like the whole like. Yeah, yeah. It was unmistakable. I was like, "Fuck, dude." It already worked once for Kiss, but see, I can't feel bad for people like ripping off Kiss, because I remember. If you watched, I think I think it was on the Kissology thing. So I want to say it was Kissology Volume Two. And it was the Shandy video. And if you watch that with the commentary on, dude, 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 dude. Paul Stanley literally goes, well, a couple years before that, Bruce Springsteen had a song called Sandy, so I just thought, why not write a song called Shandy? It's like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Like, who is that shameless to just be like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. I just added a fucking letter in there. Wasn't that what he did
0: with Hard Luck Woman? He was basically trying to write, like, a Rod Stewart song, Maggie Mae. Yeah. He
1: was like... I mean, the dude's, like, shameless. Like, yeah, Yeah. I don't give a fuck, and I'm Paul Stanley from Kith. So fuck (laughs) you. I'll do whatever I want.
0: There goes our chances of meeting Paul Stanley now.
1: Nah, he ain't gonna fucking listen. He ain't gonna fucking do the interview either, but... (laughs) (laughs) But he might. God damn it. Paul, I'm a fan. I'm just saying. Yeah. Shameless as fuck. Hey, you
0: should come on the show now and actually state your case. Yeah. Why you ripped these
1: off. You fucking argue with me. You know why? He'd be like, well, come look at my house. (laughs) Come look at my cars. (laughs) Come look at my bank account statement. That'll fucking tell you why. But Zom first of all, not only was it I was made for loving you all over again. That's a great... Like, a zombie bimbo. <laughs> like, what a great idea. Yeah. Like, the idea of zombies being dumb and not having brains. Right? And yeah. That's kind of like what people would call like a just bimbo the diets, back in the yeah. day. Like, you know. Brilliant, really. I'm like, you know, mad props to you, buddy. <laughs> Unfortunately for me, this is kind of where the record yeah. ends. Like, this is the last interesting moment, aside from... Uh, the other little segments that they have in there with the radio show and stuff.
0: Yeah, because I thought those three songs in advance were, like, so good, and the rest of the album was kind of all right.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, the highlights are in the beginning, for sure. Those three songs they released early were kind of the hits, and they're definitely the strong point. There's a couple other spots that are okay. and I,
0: I did like one that was up to no good. It sounds like that total, like, 80s, like, anthem thing. But I don't know about you, because you're more like knowledgeable than I am. It sounded yeah, like they ripped debatable. off Motley Crue for that one.
1: Uh, I'd have to go back and listen to it now.
0: It sounded like "Looks That Kill," like that riff. Oh but then, yeah, I know what you're saying. Now that you say in that, the start yeah. of the song, it had that thing. I don't know what it's called, and you explained it to me. Because I was almost or, thinking like, where, where you do that?" Like the like you kind of rev up your thing, or like it kind of did that scratch
1: down the string thing or something.
0: Yeah, where it kind of had that thing where they lifted from like "Kickstart My Heart." Oh, like the, mm, and then yeah. it goes into like like the whammy dive thing. The looks like the, the kill. It yeah.
1: was like that kind of vibe, but it was I like up you. to no good. The little fucking Floyd Rose dive bomb growl thing. Yeah, blah, blah, blah,
0: blah. yeah, like the yeah. Uh, the Montrose thing. I guess they ripped it off. Yeah,
1: my terminology totally up to par. I'm sure that's what people call that. I did or like, like the, me, vroom. I did like the fucking exorcist <laughs> thing. Because he's talking to the demon, like the radio <laughs> yeah. guy. He's like, enough of this poppycock bullshit. And then the demon voice is like, Julio, your mother is here with me. It's <laughs> like, you know, that scene from the exorcist. <laughs> yeah. What was his name? Father Parrish? Was that it? Your mother's in here with us. Father Merrick? No. Mer- no. I don't know. I think you're thinking of the. Adam uh, Merrick, the the realtor. Oh. I, I heard he's possessed by the devil. Too. I didn't hear that, actually. I <laughs> Mother, we're having realtors. Fun. Adam I'm Merrick. Me. Oh, yeah. I just thought of his name because our neighbor down the road here sold their house with him. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sure you're a great guy. I've heard otherwise. But anyhow, um, yeah, you know. Then you got a couple songs, Evil, Scream Demon. Great titles, not good songs. So this whole record was known as the Monster Squad Catalog. And uh, I would recommend listening to Oh, it's Al. Father Marin. It fun. Marin, that was it. Was... it. Marin. Father Karis. Karis, that was the other one. I just I just blended them into Parrish. <laughs> Parrish? I don't know. I went to school with a kid. Last name was Parish he was possessed by the devil. Not really, but it made this whole thing yeah. a little more interesting. So, anyhow, I think that's all we have for Dude, I like that today. Lordy
0: though. So thank you Pierre or uh, Pierre
1: Lorenzo. Yeah, and Paul Stanley. Yeah. Way to write most of this record, <laughs> even, the one, even the ones that you didn't mean to. And thank you for ripping Bruce Springsteen off and that way we could have you know, Shandy or Sandy. or same. Which one was his? Shandy. Ripping off Sandy to get Shandy. And then Shandy's Record Store. And then Shandy's Record See? Store. See? See? There you go. And then, you know, Line and Kugel's Summer Shandy.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know who actually drinks that shit, but there's somebody. You probably do, don't you? I've had it before. Yeah. Because it's like the lemonade beer. I deer, have right? too. Yeah. It is, yeah. I mean, it's okay. If it's really hot out, it's a good time. All right. Anyhow, enough of this bullshit. It's been fun. Yeah. Until next time, everybody take care of yourselves, and don't shake any babies. Shake the baby, shake the baby, shake the baby, silent. Shake the
0: baby, shake the baby, shake the baby.